Welcome to the Tier 1 Performance LV Podcast, where we help you find your inner athlete by discussing all things from fitness, health, mindset, optimizing performance, self-discovery, and growth. Cool. On today's podcast, we are joined by Brandon, the owner and operator of Care Culture, and we're going to be talking about fitness, a little bit of health and nutrition, who he's working with, his journey into the fitness industry, and also dealing with and operating with Crohn's disease. So we're going to learn a little bit more about this. And then just looking ahead of like, you know, dealing with that, you know, with day-to-day life. Uh, Brandon, how's it going, buddy? Welcome. It's going pretty good, man. Thank yeah. you for having me on, man. Appreciate it, man. What have been up to this week? Anything good? Hiking. Hiking. Been doing man. a lot of hiking. Went awesome. to uh, Lone Mountain today, uh, yesterday, or two days ago, went to Mount Charleston. Yep. Beautiful. Like, uh, I'm from St. Louis, so seeing greenery yeah, just man. makes me so damn happy, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, exploring Red Rock a lot. Um, other than that, just training, working out. What's the uh, temperatures like out? Because I know, well, I've been at Red Rock, and I know it's hot out there. It's just exposed. It's hot as shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, uh, dude, and I forgot sunscreen, man. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, you guys can't see how white I am, but pretty white, so it's easy to get burnt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I made that mistake. That was a yeah. dumb rookie mistake. Yeah, we always sometimes you have to learn from your lessons. So oh yeah, you'll always yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, mate, whereabouts did you go? Like, did you go up to the summit of Mount Charleston, or was it like just one of the smaller, th- like lower trails? I think it was called Mary Jane Falls. Oh, Mary, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. You got the little switchbacks. Yeah, and goes then up. And once then you get to the top, it's like that open kind of waterfall area. But it's the littlest waterfall. Yeah. Dude. It's like a little dribble, you yeah. know. But yeah. oh man, it's so amazing. Was it busy up there? um yeah there was about 15 20 people yeah exactly you know? i'd say uh that's probably one of the easier but almost like beautiful hikes yes, so you kind of yes, find a lot of the yes. uh, again not to put anyone down but i call it i call them urban explorers so it's people that aren't really outdoorsy but it's kind of like they'll get that hey do you want to go for a little hike yeah, and it's yeah. like oh let's go check yeah. this one this one looks yeah. easy so it's kind of like you know it's them type of people you yeah, come yeah. across so but hey, it's cool, man. Whoever's out there, they're enjoying the nature oh, for sure. and being out there. It's all good, man. But Red Rock, uh, Red Rock hiking is way different, man. We were climbing yeah. shit. Like, if we were to fall off, like, yeah, yeah. I might not be here type stuff, oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. You see any uh, snakes or anything? No like snakes, man. It, that's what's weird. I thought I was going to see, like, scorpions out here, yeah. um, you know, mountain lions. Like, yeah. I haven't seen nothing. I've seen a lot of pigeons yeah. and a lot of little baby little squirrels. Like they look like little mice running around, you know. Yeah, the last time I was at Red Rock, which was a while back, I did come across a, I think it was a rattlesnake, but it was pretty cool. Oh, it was shit. just, I mean, it was there, it just let us know, and obviously, like, we didn't mess around with it, just kind of give it a wide berth. And then I've seen a few scorpions, nothing crazy, I mean, little baby ones, but yeah, I'm sure you've probably even been near them, you just haven't like spotted them yet. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll see them at some point. Yeah, I, I you know, I, can we? Can we talk about anything on this podcast or is yeah, it like, yeah, yeah. Cause I smoke a lot of weed when I go yeah. hiking and stuff. Cause yeah. that's what makes it like, so I had this thought like, um, when Mount Charleston, I'm just like, there's something about areas like this that it feels spiritual. And I'm not going to say like red rock feels that way, but there's something about being in wooded nature that there's some spiritual aspect to me about it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you smoke a little weed it just mm-hmm. amplifies that 
Yeah. And I just feel so much gratitude just going on those hikes like that. Yes. Uh, I'd almost put it as, um, so, I mean, I've, I've smoked a little bit of weed. I wouldn't class myself as a weed smoker. Um, me and my wife do a little bit, and she's probably going to get annoyed with me for saying this. But, you know, we do a few little edibles every yeah. now and again. We're not, like, popping them every night. But I definitely know what you mean. Like, uh, for instance, you know, like music, or if you're watching something, um, I'll kind of get more, like, zoned in onto, it's almost like, let's say, the music the little beat that you're probably never really aware of, that'll be magnified yes. over yes. like the main type of, you know, the thing that you're meant to hear. Yes. Or I've had it like one time, man, it was funny. So we was at a birthday party, like, you know, like a birthday meal. And about maybe 20, 30 feet away, like there's, you know, everyone else in the main restaurant type of thing. And then, you know, again, we would add, add, add an edible and I could hear that person's conversation for about 20 feet away. No like shit, I could yeah. just hear it. And it was almost yeah. like, as if I'm talking to you right now, I'm, I'm tapped into my conversation with the, the, with the group that I was with, but I'm also but like, listening, right? yeah, I'm pinged in on theirs yeah. as if I'm at their table yeah. too. And I was like, whoa, like I'm, I'm in the zone right yeah. now. So I can only imagine being out in nature and like tapping into that. Energy. That's what it amplifies. It yeah. amplifies like just the, you, you almost like, you feel the air different, you know, yeah, you feel yeah. the wind different. I also take micro I'm, I've been microdosing mushrooms too, you know, right. and that could go into play too. Cause I've been doing that for the past two weeks, pretty yeah. much probably five days a week, then two days off. So I've been experimenting with stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's making me more grounded, you know, and mm -hmm. I love to use weed and like any kind of plant medicines to help me be grounded. Yeah. Um, I grew up making music and kind of partying and drinking a lot. And I realized like, like alcohol, like the, that version of me is not the version that I want to be, you yeah. know, like, you know, when you get drunk, mm -hmm. when you wake up the next morning, you're like, what the fuck what happened last night? Like, did, <laughs> did I make a fool out of myself? Like, hopefully there's no videos or anything like that, you yeah. know? So as I'm getting older, man, I'm just like, like alcohol, like drugs, none of that really, um, is I'm not interested, man. Yeah. I'm just not interested. It's like only these plant medicines that can help me be grounded and help me be more uh, introspective mm -hmm. and stuff that helps me connect with others. You know, yeah. that's kind of like the vibe I'm on. I'm just trying to connect with people, connect with nature, yeah. you know, um, moving out here. I didn't really know anybody, man. So like it's uh, I'm realizing I know I'm kind of going all over the place right here, but this is what I'm going through right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just realizing the importance of community and like just these interactions. Like you invited me on this podcast. Like I'm so grateful because I never had the opportunity to be a guest and, you know, share my experiences on a podcast. I've always been the one that's, you know, hosting it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm grateful for you, man. Awesome. Uh, gratitude and everybody I met at this gym at Revolution has been so fucking amazing. Yeah. Especially Rob, I want to give a shout out to you. Uh, that dude gave me my first client, um, really put me on game yeah. with, uh, you know, like just personal training, man. Like in-person training. Yeah, you know, man. He really put me on a lot of game. Yeah, I think um, the great thing about like, fitness as a whole no matter what type of fitness you're doing and the people that are involved 
generally, especially what you'd like to think the people that are on the business end, as in, you know, trainers, coaches, whatever your niche may be, whatever your title may be, we, we've got to be positive people, man. Yes. So we, we're all, we're, it's a service industry. We're serving people, whether it's our clients, our friends, you know, family, and again, our con- uh, peers within the same business frame. And it's almost like, I think when you come around good people and, you know, most people are in that industry, we're here to help, man. So whether like, hey, I can give you some advice on how to better yourself as a coach or, you know, maybe it's on the business side because you've got the coaching side down, but it's like, man, I'm not too sure about this business and I've yeah. never done it. And, you know, we're, we've all kind of to our own stages. We're at different stages, but we've had to learn along the way. And it's just like anything, man, when from being a kid, you know, you learn from your parents, you learn from your teachers, you learn from people that, are, you know, inspire you in different ways. Yeah. And it's kind of like that in the business. And I just believe that when you're around good people and you give out good energy, you know, you're going to receive that back. And yeah, man, just happy that, you know, we could cross paths at, you know, Revolution, the gym here in Vegas. I mean, Rob's a top guy too. So shout out to Rob, man. He's from day one's made me feel welcome too. Because I've had, you know, I went through some transitions too, especially during the pandemic and like landing at Revolution just kind of fortunately settled everything for me where at the time it was a little bit like, I was scrambling like, man, what what am I going to do with my business? Because yeah. I haven't even got a home base, that type of thing. And then like, you know, now it feels like a home. So, yeah. you know, it's a cool spot, man. Uh, mate, I know we went off on a tangent and yeah. now, that's the one thing I love about these conversations. Uh, I want to ask you a question. So when you're out in like nature and you've mentioned stuff about mushrooms, like I've never touched anything like that, but I've, I'm intrigued because I've listened to like Joe Rogan talk about mm-hmm. it and type of people. So why or in what way are you using that or like because you mentioned experimenting like what are you trying to tap into something are you trying to unlock something or like is it just a journey where you're like hey i'm just gonna try it and see what happens type of thing like and and the last point mate to put onto that too are you doing it for any like health aspects um mental health aspects yeah so i i battle a lot of anxiety a lot of uh I wouldn't say a depressed state now because my health is pretty good, but um, I grew up skateboarding, man, and I've hit my head so many times and my memory is shit. So um, what I notice is when I take a microdose of mushrooms, everything kind of slows down a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, I also have a little bit of ADHD if you can't tell, but um, it really slows my mind down a little bit. And I almost use it as a nootropic. Like, I don't know if you ever took like an Adderall or, or maybe like a really good nootropic ever. Yeah. yeah. But you get like this hyper-focused aspect from it. And that's kind of what I use it for, you know? And I feel like it, 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 like, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like it unlocks like the left and right brain. Cause I feel creative, but I also feel like, um, I feel logical as well. You know, so it, it it really gives me that kind of balance between both. Yeah, That's kind of what it does for me. You know, like um, I know this dude that had nine knee surgeries. You know, his knees were jacked. He yeah. was actually one of the uh, uh, winners of the Highland Games. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know anything about that until I heard about this guy. Yeah. Man. But he was saying that when you take a microdose of mushrooms your pain perception is, uh, is, is stronger, you know, so you could, 
you can handle pain a lot better right. even on a microdose of mushrooms so i don't know like i'm very curious now that i think about that i'm yeah. curious to see if this can help my pain tolerance with my stomach as well right. i never really thought about it like that mm. yeah i never my intentions weren't to help treat crohn's with this yeah. by any means i use weed for that but right. um i'm curious now yeah i'm curious i'm gonna i'm gonna look more into that yeah, I think I think it's cool, man. And I think like I mean, I know in America the whole um like view on especially in like weed has changed because I think in what a large number of the states now, I know here in obviously Nevada it's been legal for at least what a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And I know across loads of others, like me and my wife just came back from uh, Boston, you know, so it was legal in there as well, that type of thing. So I know it's kinda of a little bit more relaxed, people don't frown upon it as much. And, you know, and, but again, it's like, it, it's natural, man. It, like it's, it's originally, it's grown out of the ground. It's, it's, it's a natural herb. I know that us as humans, we can do things to it to maybe change it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like make it stronger, make it like do certain things, you know, reaction. Uh, but again, you know, it, at, at best it's, it's natural, man. It yeah. comes out of the ground. Yeah. So is it really a bad thing? And I think that finally, maybe the powers that be or the people that was really against it, they're understanding that it's not a bad thing. And then, you know, I just think people, like you mentioned about the drinking, man, when I was younger, especially being in the military, like I've had probably too many of them nights where you're like, again, same thing. What did I do last night? Let me check my phone. There's no (laughs) messages, right? I woke up in my own house. Where's my phone? Where's my car keys? Where's my wallet? Do like, how quick, did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> like, how... Just do the quick checklist as soon as I've got them free and I've got no crazy phone calls saying like someone's angry. So you're like, whoo, all right, it wasn't that bad of a night, but I'm not doing that again. And then probably 24 hours later, I'm in the same position. Yeah. But um, yes, I've, I've stopped. I hardly drink now, mate. Only on special occasions. I'll have the odd one here and there. And same thing, I'd rather have like maybe an edible, get in that zone, relax, chill, but remember everything that I did or I was doing. So I can totally understand um, your thought process with connecting on that level. See, I'm not against, I'm like, I'm not really against alcohol. I'm not against any drugs. I feel like you got to use them as tools. You know, like it's a fire, right? And you could either use it to cook food, you know, warm your house, Mm -hmm. or you can use it and let it get out of control and it can burn your whole house down, you know? So you just got to figure out, um, you got to ask yourself why you do the things that you do, you know? Cause I feel like a lot of people drink, smoke, um, et cetera, to escape reality, you know? And it's just, and you might be doing that subconsciously. You might not even realize you're doing it. So it's just good to, um, set intent with why you're you're gonna have a few drinks because yeah. like i'll have a few drinks if i'm going out with some friends and mm-hmm. want that little social lubricant you know yeah, yeah. but i know that you know having two drinks that's okay but three four five yeah. then what am i doing you yeah. know like i don't need to be doing this you know yeah. it's just it's gonna fuck up the next day and i'm 30 now so it not only fucks up tomorrow but the next day and the next day, yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes me like three days to recover fully from that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so not, it's not the same when you used to be in your twenties or your early late, oh, to, yeah, late teens. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Um, yeah, I definitely say on that one too, mate. Uh, kind of touching on that point is it's almost like some people are dead against this from like when I've read, uh, listened to podcasts, but 
I kind of try and live a little bit about the balance. So I yes. think like, yes, you know, within reason, like you can have a little bit of this. It's almost like, again, you know, during the week, if you're hitting the gym hard or you're training hard, whatever it is that you may be doing, hey, let your hair down at the weekend, yeah. you know, go for that slice of pizza or have that bowl of ice cream or and don't feel guilty about it. So again, you can kind of do that with anything, you know, that you choose to put into your body. And again, as long as you're not like abusing it, and you're not doing too much of it where it becomes a problem. Because sometimes I used to be like that was I'd go to the gym too much. Yeah. Or I'd, I'd get yeah. locked into like my training programs and that's all I'd focus on. And then other parts of my life would not say falling apart, but I'm not really putting as much yeah. time and effort into them. Yeah. So when I reflected on it, I was like, well, that one aspect as in my training was going amazing. But then everything else around it was like suffering because I was just all in on that one thing. So I do think it's a little bit of a balancing act. And especially like being, I've been married now, what, coming up to six years. Oh, wow. So wow. even just, you know, like, like now I've got to think about, you know, what will my wife think about this? Or if I'm, I'd love to just disappear and go hiking and go running in the mountains, you know, weeks on end or on the weekend. But I also have to think, how would my wife feel if she just yeah. never sees me? So, yeah. you yeah. know, it's that, it's that whole balance of everything. And that's hard, man. It's, it's really, I feel like, the whole balance thing is something that we kind of always have to, to micro correct, you know, because like, like, let's just say I start a podcast next week. I'm going to be so amped up on this podcast. I'm going to put a lot of focus on that yeah. and it might need that for momentarily, yeah, yeah. you know? And, and, and in those times I just let my girl know like, Hey, you know, like I'm starting something new. I'm just letting you know that this is going to take a little bit more of my time. Yeah. It's not forever, but just bear with me for the next few weeks until I get all this sorted out type thing. But the key to having balance, I feel like is honestly just, just being present. You know, if you're watching a movie with your girl, watch that movie hundred percent. Don't be thinking about your clients tomorrow. Don't be thinking about emails that you have to respond to. Just fully try to be present in that moment with your girl. Or if you're at work, dial in. Yeah, dial in you know just fully focus on that don't worry about what your girl thinks right now you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah man you it's, know and it's the same like i've had uh and I've, you may have had it too like clients where the phone's going off you know it's, it's work it's the i the, what is it the apple watches they're getting messages they're looking they're talking into it as if you know they're like on star trek from back in the day you know talking oh, like yeah, hey yeah, beat, yeah. beat me up scotty i'm yeah, ready yeah. So it's like some like I've got this watch. It's a Garmin, but I could I could get text notifications. I haven't turned off. I just want it to be a watch, and I want it to tell me how fast I'm running and how far I run. That type yeah. of thing is for fitness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just think sometimes like being connected, we can be over connected, and like you said, you're not present. Yeah. Like yeah, watching a film. I have a thing now. If me and my wife go out for a meal, which you know it's not very often, but when we do. No phones. Yes. The phone gets put. God, muted. that pisses me off. Yep. Just seeing people, seeing yeah. couples together and they're just on their phone. I'm like, right. why, why, yeah. why, why'd you guys even spend this money to go out? Like, yes. It's supposed to be like an experience. You me know? and my wife will like, we'll keep, like, I'll get my wife's attention, like, or nudge her and I'll be like, look, look at two o'clock, seeing them. And we just both start laughing, like, man, they're, they're having a good time out there, like being sarcastic. But like you said, yeah, being present, man, is, yeah, one of the big things that I've started to not take for granted because, man, over the last year, it seems like time's speeding up, man. Oh, man. Like, the weeks are just disappearing. Oh, I know. I'm like, I keep joking. It's like, by the time I know it, I'm, I'll be 40, then I'll be 50, and I just never want to get to that age where I'm wondering or, like, have a little bit of regret of, 
man, I didn't, I didn't get involved in this or I wasn't present because I was always wondering yes. about the next thing. And yes. So, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from, man. So, uh, mate, like um, moving into, which I mean, we kind of touched on a bit of fitness, health, and the new, uh, like nutrition, man. Do you do anything specific with like nutrition? Um, like, what's your kind of philosophy on that if you've got one? Well, everybody's body's different, yeah. you know. So with Crohn's, like Crohn's is weird, man. Like, but um, you know what, man? Sorry, I just want to, yeah, come back, man. I am a novice. Like, I'm probably ignorant, and I think most people are until they either have a family member who's affected, or they know someone, or themselves, you know, unfortunately are affected by it. Man, break down to me and everyone listening. What what is Crohn's disease for one? All right, How? so Crohn's disease is a inflammatory bowel disease, right. um, and it can affect. It affects your digestive tract. So it could affect all the way from your, your anus to your mouth right. and everywhere in between. And it's, it's, it's inflammation. It's a, it's an autoimmune dis- disease. Yep. So basically like my body attacks itself. Like even when it's not sick, it, it attacks itself. That's why my body's so inflamed. And the thing of it is, is like, you know, like a lot of people can't have nicotine, like just them by them taking a pouch of this would cause um, symptoms. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of people would have to rush into the bathroom, um, a lot of pain in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 different for everybody, man. Um, so how it works, there's like this feedback loop, right? So the inflammation causes dysbiosis, which is an unhealthy balance in between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria yep. in your microbiome. So inflammation causes dysbiosis. Dysbiosis causes leaky gut permeability. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's where it's like you kind of got a hole in your lining of your gut, and yeah, like, yeah. this film comes out when you use the restroom. It's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the key, what I found out is you got to first you got to stop the inflammation, and you do that through you know supplements, um, treatments. Um, they got immune suppressant medicines that lower your immune system. So your body doesn't attack itself. Yep. Um, then herbs, um, exercising, you know, just things of that nature. Um, so first we want to stop the inflammation and then we want to nourish the microbiome and then we want to repair the gut barrier. And again, we do all these through, you know, like stopping inflammation, a good supplement for that is curcumin. Um, vitamin D is really good for that. Yeah. Uh, quercetin, just things like that. And then to nourish the microbiome, you know, we're going to eat a lot of fermented foods, kimchi, miso. Uh, kombucha is good, but the sugar in it kind of yeah. is offsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, probiotics, you know, things like that. And then to repair the gut barrier, you know, we're going to do a lot of glutamine, um, I like to add a lot of bone broth in people's diets. And if you don't like the uh, bone broth taste, you know, I I mix it in with some rice and it tastes fucking so good, dude. Um, But as far as the nutrition goes, when it comes to this, like I said, everybody's different. Um, What I've noticed is carbs, uh, like complex carbs really bother people with Crohn's. A good rule of thumb, if, if you can't squish it, don't eat it. Right. So like nuts, that really irritates your digestive tract, okay. especially having Crohn's disease, man. Um, but uh, 
but yeah, yeah, man. Um, but a lot of it's mentality. Like you got to overcome it mentally first. That's yeah. what I tell everybody is if, as long as you say like, I'm sick, I can't heal. You know, I need help. I need help. You know, you're not doing your body a service, you know, like for instance, I remember having a flare up and I just did not want to get off the couch and I felt mentally defeated. Right. So by me just getting up, going for a little walk, it's not going to heal my Crohn's, but what it's going to do is, is, is tell, it tells your mind, like I can overcome this, you know, this is not going to stop me. If I want to go walk, I'm going to go walk, even though I'm in pain. Yeah. It's just you gotta get up. You gotta actively fight this disease every damn day, because yeah. man, like, and a lot of it could be from nerves. Like even nerves can trigger symptoms, man. Yeah. So, like, before I came here, I was just doing deep breathing. You know, just because stress, nerves, a little. Just a little bit of that can can cause symptoms right off the jump. Okay. It's just a weird, tricky disease, man. And I'm no doctor or anything, so like I don't have this dialed down to a T of the fully understanding. Yeah. yeah. But I'm learning and, and and talking to these people every day, and it's just there's there's just so much to learn. There's just so much to learn around this. Um, but the main keys are, you know. Uh, managing stress like yeah. that is one of the most the biggest triggers for Crohn's disease is stress right, right. um but uh so right, right, yeah. um, with the disease is this something that you're born with or is it something that you can kind of like you know whatever like I don't know in your childhood or as you hit teenager something happened or you I don't know, like ate the wrong thing and then it just, you have now, you've got Crohn's disease. Yeah, that's a good question because no one really knows. No one oh, really okay. knows. Um, it's Crohn's is getting more popular. I think the more, because the Western diet, dude, mm -hmm. like you look at everything that they put in our foods, like fast food, everyone eats fast food, you know, and, and uh, I think it's a lot of preservatives and a lot of the bullshit that they put in our foods is kind of what helps trigger it. Yeah. The pollution in the air. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, there might be a little genetics with it. Because okay. I know my mom told me when I was born, I did have digestive issues. Right. And I would be pooping like green. Like it would always be green. So yeah. they were always kind of wondering what is going on. But it wasn't until I was 16 where I started to get symptoms. Right. So from, you know, from me being born all the way to 16, not a problem, dude. As soon as I turned 16, it was just like a switch. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I remember skating with my friends and just having to sit out on the curb, just like damn near crying, man, because I was in so much pain. And, uh, you know, every time I took a shit, like it, I wanted to commit suicide. It was like that strong of a pain. Just imagine a knife just going into your intestines. Yeah, That's kind of how it felt. Um, so... 16, I started to get symptoms. 17, I got diagnosed. It took them probably a good year to figure out what it was. Yeah. Because Crohn's is not, I mean, it's now becoming a little bit more popular, but 10 years ago, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I didn't know anybody that had it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. 
And I think the doctors were kind of, they kind of had the same thought. It seemed like that. Because right? I, I went to three different GI doctors. They didn't, they're like, I don't know. Like, well, we can call it IBS, but I don't really know what it is. Um, so 17 got diagnosed. Uh, they put me on prednisone at first, which is a steroid. And my cheeks blew up, dude. And I was kind of like an insecure kid, you oh, know, yeah. growing up. I was very shy. I moved around a lot growing up. Um, so I never it was always hard for me to make friends because I always felt like, you know, I'm going to move in a few months anyway. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, so me being an insecure kid getting diagnosed with the disease, mm -hmm. dude, that killed my mentality, man. It mm -hmm. killed my self-esteem. I was embarrassed. Like it wasn't until like five years ago where I started talking about Crohn's disease because, yeah. you know, poop, it's just like, it, it could be off putting to some people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, got diagnosed with 17. Didn't I did and at this time I didn't touch a weight. I never did a bench press in my life, you know. Wasn't until I was 19. My mom brought me into the gym. And once from there, dude, changed my life, man. Fitness, I swear to God, changed my life. Um, because I started to learn more about my body. I started to really feel my body, yeah. really started to understand how it works and how I move and, and, you know, and, and along comes with that is nutrition, you know? So I started learning about nutrition, started learning about what clean foods are, you know, what, what nutrition, what is the purpose for, um, getting a chicken breast in, you know, that has yeah, a full yeah. amino profile, you mm -hmm. know, and using rice as fuel, like before working out, I just thought food was food. You know, yeah. I didn't even, I probably didn't even know what protein was, you know? Um, so along with nutrition is supplements and everything like that. So from 19 on, that's when I started to gain control of my symptoms. And uh, they had me, so first they had me on this treatment called Remicade, which is a immune suppressant medicine. So basically they inject me for three hours so i got to do an iv drip for three hours and they put uh remicade in me and what it does is lowers your immune system so your body doesn't attack itself right? yeah, yeah it worked it worked for like five years until it stopped because i guess you build antibodies up to it yeah um so i got hospitalized for like a week and a half and then I'm like, man, fuck these treatments. Like, they never make me feel good. Like, I get depressed every time I do a treatment because mm -hmm. I realize, like, oh, I am sick. Like, yeah. I I have this mentality where I tell myself I don't have Crohn's. Right. Even though I talk about it a lot. But, yeah. but in my head, I feel like I don't have it because, like I said, I want to um, embody that energy in my mind that mm -hmm. I'm healthy. And, and I'm, I don't suffer from Crohn's. So I said, fuck all the treatments and did this thing called Rick Simpson oil, which is an extract of, of weed. And it's like all the cannab can cannabinoids, yeah. all the, all the plant matter that's yeah. in there. So all the good shit. And it is strong, man. It is so strong. You do a little drip, little, little dot of it, and then you eat it. And I was doing that for a while, but the only problem with that was I was too stoned throughout the day. 
And at that time in my life, my girl just broke up with me, um, just bought this house that I thought we were both going to live in there <clears throat> together. I thought I was going to marry this girl. As soon as I bought that house, she leaves me. So now I'm stuck with this mortgage. Now I'm stuck at this bullshit job, having to pay these bills. So what happens? The stress, the depression, all that builds up. I had the worst flare of my damn life. And again, hospital for a week or two. So I was like, damn, all right, I guess I got to get back on another treatment. You know, I was kind of feeling hopeless in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought I could do this on my own. Um, so I got on this treatment called Intivio. And it's another immunosuppressant medicine. And um, again, it works until it stops. Yeah. So that left me. Um, so about four months ago, I've been off all my treatments. And this is when I really started to understand what I got to do to heal myself. Right. And that's where I came up with that feedback loop, like understanding what really what is the process of me going into a flare up? And, you know, that's why I learned about the inflammation, the uh, nourishing the microbiome and uh, repairing the gut barrier. And dude, ever since then, man, ever since I got all my supplements, my herbs, um, understanding exercise. So I know when to push myself. I know when not to push myself. Cause me, I mean, we're probably the same. We're like, you want to go hard every time you go in that gym. But sometimes that's not going to, that's going to do you more harm than good. So it's just really understanding that, man, like your goals and my goals are never going to be the same. Like, cause I used to work out with some big bodybuilders, you know, and I loved it because I felt like I was being pushed, Mm -hmm. but every time I would push myself hard, I would get into a flare up and then I couldn't go to the gym for two, three weeks. So and it's fucked up, man, because I didn't learn that until about four months ago. So all this time I've been training, I would push myself extra hard and mm-hmm. not know when to stop. And I was just hurting myself more and more and more. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I know I kind of just brought you along the whole little damn journey I'm right a, there. No, that's perfect. I mean, like, yeah, because like what you just kind of just said there, that some people don't realize it and, you know, like, I've uh, been fortunate to like work with athletes. I've I've fuck I've like been I'm uh, what's the word more in tune with thinking about this. Like when I, especially when I speak to my athletes, but again I kind of do it to all of my clients. Is how are you feeling? Yes, because there's internal stresses. So basically, what you were saying, like going to the gym, you're creating the internal stress on your system. Yes, but then there's external stresses. So you know, like. Did you have an argument with your wife, girlfriend? You know, have you just been like, you know, you're boss bitching at you? Yeah, yeah or, you, or your girlfriend's left you. So now there's these external stresses, there's these pressures of bills, mortgages, whatever it may be, something's yes. happened. So, yeah, it's understanding what's the internal, external stresses, where are you at, and then how much can you actually then be able to effectively push your body. And it's kind of like what I use the word is like, optimizing your performance yes and i, I kind of went down that slippery road when i was first starting to train for a marathon i had the attitude of just run hard run fast be aggressive every time and if you're not running faster you're not improving yes and then once i got with a coach he basically helped me to understand that running slower at times and probably more often than not will then help you run faster at the times that you want to yeah and then once i tapped into that and i followed the program i achieved you know the times and i've I've become a faster 
you know, better, like all-rounded runner instead of basically I was running myself into the ground. Yeah. So it's the same, like if you hit the gym too hard, you're literally just burning yourself out and your body or, you know, at some point your mindset's just going to be like, man, we can no longer keep working at these high, you know, stages and taking on all this stress load because, you know, we're, we're all humans at the end of the yeah. day. And, um, and you can only, you, your body can only take so much stress, you know, yeah, and you got to know when, the, what that limit is, yeah, you know? So like, like with my clients, man, like, um, like the ones that have Crohn's disease, like I'm not having them going to the gym, deadlifting, nothing like that. Um, eventually, eventually, but you know, my programming for them is like, let's go for, let's get 10,000 steps in. Like that should be the goal. And if you can't get 10, let's start off with six, you know, let's build that up, but yeah. let's just go for some walks, you know, and then maybe after that, uh, let's go on some hikes and then it, maybe let's go to the gym. Let's do some sled work. Like let's do some low impact, um, stuff. Yeah. But, but the main focus is to exercise, to, uh, alleviate stress yeah. and, and to manage stress better, you know, but dude, that's hard for me sometimes, man. Like for me, like when I go into the gym, like I want to feel that, that feeling you get when you lift heavy weights, but Sometimes I need to go into the gym and just work on mobility, you know, and it might not be like the funnest thing to do, but it's necessary for your longevity of working out and fitness, you know? Yeah, definitely, mate. So um, I'm, I'm big on the old, like, movement is medicine. Yes. So whether it's a low form of, like you mentioned, just going for a walk, going for a hike, going to the gym and just, like I said, doing some mobility, picking up some light weights and just... Like I said, just moving in general. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we don't have to be going in there trying to lift the world or like sprinting and just doing all these crazy, you know, high explosive movements. And and the other thing too is it's, it's the balance again of like, is that going to be beneficial for me and what I need? So mm -hmm. for instance, like I don't do a lot of Olympic lifts because in what I do and to get by, do I need to be doing that type of stuff? Now, I'm not saying it's not good for you and there's people that need it more than me, but it's almost like, where's that bang for my buck? Right. So do I potentially risk injury? And, you know, like, again, I can only do a certain amount because it's a pretty high intense move. Or should I do a lot of more like low level movements where the stresses on my joints, my muscles have not been like pushed too much. So then next day I can go again. The next day yeah. I can go again. And um, man, I, just, I don't want to lose this thought, but um, it was kind of like a, a little bit ago earlier on, you was, you mentioned about kind of like when you was laying on the couch when, when you had a flare up one day and you was kind of like, you know, almost like feeling defeated. I think through fitness, whether you're trying to achieve a certain goal, you just love going to the gym or like I said, going outdoors and hiking, it doesn't have to be a gym-based fitness. Um, one of the big things, mate, is which I love is you're hardening the mind and the body. So you're almost like building your own body to fight off the stresses. Mm. Or if something does happen to you, like I rarely get ill. And I, I have this, like, again, I'm not a doctor. I just believe it's because as a kid, I used to play out in the dirt, being in the military again, spending a lot of time in the dirt, that type of stuff. You know, I've built up my immune system. I rarely ever take medicine or any type of medication. 
unless I've like really, really need it, I'll avoid it. So I just think all that type of stuff, I'm hardening not only my mind, but my body, my immune system. And like I said, there's no science to it. And I've read things that do say, you know, if you do that type of thing, mm -hmm. then, you know, you are going to build a strong immune system. But I just think there's so many people that they're looking for the easy option. Like, hey, just take this pill. Or yes. again, I'm going to wrap myself up on the couch. I'm going to watch TV all day and just it's, things will get better. Things only get better in my eyes if you take action. Yeah. And, and it's got to be some sort of action or you seek out help and then take action. And so, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that, mate. Yeah. The fact that you've got yeah. It's, it's like, well, like, like in order to fix your mind, I feel like you got to move your body. In yeah. order to fix your body, you got to first get it in your mind first. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it, it, they both follow each other, oh, you know, like, dude, yeah. If, I ever, if I'm ever having depression or anything, like if I'm in a depressed state, yeah, just go for a walk. Usually it fucking yeah. helps it, man. Yeah. It's just just moving the body, you know? Yeah. And like you don't even have to be a savage in the gym. Like just just exercise should be enjoyable and fun. Yes. Now now if you're uh, an athlete, you might have to push yourself extra hard. But um, but for the general public, man, like you don't have to go to the gym. You know, like you could you could you could get a Good workout just with some, um, you know, buy like a 25-pound kettlebell. You can get a good, solid, full-body workout in with that. Yeah. And, and you know, um, even band work. Like, I've been messing around with a lot of resistance band work um, just because it's it's uh, low impact. You know, it's not going to cause too much stress on your body. And those are just as beneficial. I mean, they might not get you jacked. It might, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But – it helps with that mentality. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah. like getting that, that pump in, just moving your body. It just, I don't know, man. It just really, uh, I like what you said. It really, uh, like it really strengthens your mind. It really gets you ready for the day. And I want to speak about this too. Um, cause I know you posted about this, but morning routines, I love morning routines. And this is another thing that I try to dis discuss with my clients is set up a good morning routine doesn't need to be two hours an hour just just something that you could do every day to set you up for a win that day you know because i i believe is if you can win the morning you can win the day you can win the day you can win at life yeah. so um um yeah yeah man so like what do you do for morning routines because I know you you talk about this sometimes. So I, yeah, I have a thing, mate. So literally, and this is pretty much, I'd say 95% of the time, there might be the one day in like a week or every couple of weeks, I might just like forget it. And it's probably like a Sunday morning. But basically, mate, yeah, I'll get, I'll, as soon as I get out of bed, I do 25 push-ups. Okay, literally in my gym jams or whatever I've gone, I'm out of bed. I'm literally boom, straight. No it's water, dark, nothing. Just... Yeah, just boom, do 25 and that's nothing now. Like, you know, um, so I do that. Then before I clean my teeth, I do some like lateral leg swings. So like swing my leg out to the side, it loosens out my hips. Then I do like hip circles. So you kind of like pick your knee up, do just big wide circles from the hips. I do that on both sides. Then I clean my teeth. Then from there, you know, I get dressed, go downstairs. While I'm waiting for my oatmeal to like heat up, I've got like this, uh, it's called a wedge. It's like a slam board. So it's almost like a foam triangle. Mm, you can mm. stand on it. It's like a platform. And then the reason why I do that is because, um, as I'm in a little bit of tightness in my calves, like my soleus and my uh, gastroc, mainly my soleus. 
So basically, because of the angle it's at, while I'm eating my breakfast, I can get a soleus stretch. Mm. So I kind of incorporate that action with an action that I always do, i.e. eating breakfast. So now that's just become like, it's normal. Like yeah, I don't yeah. even think about it. I've got my wedge set up, I've got that. And then even just stuff like, I'd say going a little bit deeper, like the night before, if I know, which I'm pretty scheduled and planned out, like what I'm doing the next day, I have my gym kit ready. I have my, let's call it almost like my work uniform ready. And then if I need any other type of equipment or, you know, tools, like they're all in a bag ready, good to go. Because when I'm getting up at, you know, 4, 4.30 a.m. in the morning, I want to be, you know. Yeah, you don't want to have to think about yeah, it's getting like, ready. It's there, it's planned, it's prepped. I'm not rushed. I'm in a calm mind state. Yeah. And, and then I'm also get that time to think about, okay, this is what I'm doing with my first client or this is what I've got planned for the day. I'm going through my mental checklist. And then, like you said, it kind of sets me up for a win. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'm like, again, I'm not getting up out of bed last minute, rushing around, yeah. probably get to my first client and I've, oh, I forgot like something that I needed. And now I feel like I'm behind the eight ball scrambling. Yeah. So you just, yeah, you roll through the day, mate, and you can like I said, re reduce stress. Yes. And I'm feeling good. Like my hips, I was having a bit of issues, but now like, yeah, I just feel loose. And I've got this saying, I can't, I'm sure I've took it from someone. It's not my saying, but I, I say motion is lotion. So especially for the joints, just by doing I like these little, I like that, yeah. yeah, just by doing something very yeah. simple for like 30 seconds yeah. over the time that I've been doing it for months now, I feel good. Like yeah, it's like because we we prime our body before we work out. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you? Why don't we prime our body before the day? You yeah. Know? So yeah, that's my philosophy too. Um, yeah. So I wake up and I rehydrate. You know, because mm -hmm. when we sleep, we we sweat. We sweat a lot okay. of electric lights out. You know how it is. You wake up, you're fucking cotton mouth, dehydrated. Yeah. So first thing I wake up, get 16 ounces of water, put a little sea salt in for electrolytes. Yep. Then I take my boys out, my dogs. And uh, get some sunlight, you know, get that circadian rhythm, you know, balance. Yeah, and then getting a little bit of movement in, you know, whether I take like a five, 10 minute walk with the dogs or I usually do 10 burpees just to get the blood flowing. Yeah. Um, and then I, I've been working on some mobility, but I'm hyped for you to show me some new uh, mobility stuff oh, that yeah. I can incorporate. But I do a little bit, of, do a little 10 minute mobility session and then cold shower. Oh, game yeah. changer bro yeah, game changer especially if you have Crohn's like it's good for inflammation yeah, it's yeah. good for um, um, dealing with pain better it's mm -hmm. it's a good managing stress it brings you right into that present moment oh, yeah. and uh, dude it's got to the point where I can't even take a hot shower it's hard it's yeah. hard I feel like it, it used to be where like turning that knob all the way down to cold was mm -hmm. like the hardest fucking thing to do. But yeah. now it's just like, I look forward to it. Yeah. It's almost, um, I was doing that for the longest. I need to get back into it. Uh, it, it was almost like say like my shot of espresso in the yes, morning. Like, yes. like I said, it really you don't need coffee. You don't even need coffee yeah, after that. It wakes you up. And, and the one thing I liked about it, and I, as I was doing, I was doing it. Um, I think I did it for the whole of December. I made it a challenge and I just kept it going. Um, like I stopped recently, but uh, I do it every now and again. But um, my breathing, mm. like I wasn't, once the water, once I did get adapted, there was none of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just like, yeah. all right, yeah. nice and calm in, nice and calm out. And then it was just kind of like, like I said, I started off like, all right, I'm going to do 60 seconds. Then it got to 90 seconds. Then it got to two minutes. Then it just got to like, I'm doing cold the showers now. That's what the I whole do. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. try to tell people, they're looking like, what? Like, yeah, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just, bro, just try it. Yeah, it, it's gonna suck for the first week, but once you get adapted to it, yeah. you're not gonna go back, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, dude, I got my like little sister doing it. I got um, my girlfriend's brothers doing it. You know, it's just um, I love a good morning routine, man. It's oh, just cool. it's so good to, to start the day in offense mode rather than defense. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, definitely, man, hundred percent. Um, so, mate, I just want to move on to basically talking a little bit more about like you know you're the owner operator of K Culture. Like, just, man, just tell us a little bit about, like, what is K-Culture and kind of what does it mean to you or people that, like, maybe get involved or want to get involved? So K-Culture stands for um, Keep Aspiring Every Day. Um, cool. And the culture is because it's a community. I'm trying to create, like, a community of, like, like-minded individuals um, that want to learn and grow uh, using fitness, mindset, and nutrition. Right. Like use those as tools to become your best self. That's kind of um, what it stands for. Um, so backstory from the K culture part. So I grew up rapping, like making music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went by BK, B dot K A E. So that's where the the K A E stand for. Because I I've always wanted to stand for something meaningful, you know, mm -hmm. and not just like just some random like Zola, like I don't want to call my shit just some random thing. So yeah, yeah. um yeah, that's kind of how I came up with the K culture thing. Um so I started that back in 2020 with the the pandemic happened. And it, it was a perfect opportunity for me because I was out of work for eight months because of COVID. My doctor was like, I could have worked, you know, I could have worked, but um my doctor was like, man, I don't know what I don't know what COVID is going to do to you, man. Your immune yeah, system yeah. is trash. So yeah. uh, if you could stay at home, you know, probably do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. But I was so bored at home. I'm like, you know, like I've been studying uh, fitness for all these years. Like this is something that I really want to do. So that's when I got certified mm -hmm. um, and really started this business. But then I went back to work and yeah, yeah. that prevented me from really growing it until about now until about four months ago so right. now for four months ago i've been this is all i do you know this is all i do now um but yeah yeah it's just using the tools of mindset training nutrition and um fitness yeah. to become your best self oh, you that's know? cool man um yeah i love like like I said, man, fitness should just be, it's all about getting better and whatever getting better means for you as an individual. And then as you become like a trainer or coach, you know, understanding what's going to make your client a better person, yes. you, know, for what, you know, whether it's just, like I said, they want to lose weight, they just want to move more, de-stress. Like I said, if you're an athlete and you've got like serious things that you need to get better at because it's your profession, you know, like that's where we kind of can tap in and help all these individuals oh, that yeah. we get to come across. So that's cool, man. Um, regarding your business, man, um, like, let's just, you know, how can people get in touch with you? Where do they find you? And again, guys, who's listening, if you don't pick it up, I'll be putting all this in the description. But uh, yeah, tell us, like, where you at, mate, like, socials and... Uh, so on Instagram, I'm at B-D-O-T-K-A-E, B-D-O-T-K-A-E. Um, Twitter, Brandon Keevan, I'm not really on there that much, but, you yeah. know, I'll... I'll throw some gems on there every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a website, kculture.com. Um, I do got a TikTok. Uh, so TikTok you see me yeah. dancing. No, I don't dance. <laughs> I don't do the dancing. But I got a TikTok, b.kae. Um, and then you could YouTube me, Brandon Keevan. You'll see, you'll you'll see shit from 15 years ago though on there. So yeah, yeah. 
Maybe not YouTube. Don't YouTube me yet until I get that thing popping. But um, but yeah, yeah. And then Instagram's the main one though. If you want to reach out to me, if you have any questions over Crohn's disease or anything Crohn's related, hit me up on there for sure. And then let's just say, mate, someone's interested. Let's say they're in, they've got Crohn's disease or they're struggling with something similar. And they kind of like, you know, they're like, man, I feel this guy might be able to understand me better than maybe someone I've been working with before. Um, like you just mentioned, hit you up on IG. Um, can they go through your website too? Like, do you work with people remotely or is it all kind of like individual, like, you know, in person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So most of it is online because oh, it's yeah, hard cool. to find people with Crohn's, you know, yeah, especially when you just move here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but if you're in Las Vegas, hit me up. I would love to work with you one-on-one -on -one in person. Um, but online, that's my yeah. main thing. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, I'm just interested too, mate. Like how, how do you operate online? Like, is it through zoom calls? Is it like you just send out a program or, you know, like I said, is it just kind of like a bit of both type of thing? So I use this app called Trainerize. Oh yeah. yeah that's yeah. for the programming. I yeah. got all my programs there. Um, got the videos, got, uh, you know, I love that thing. Cause you can really track your, your. Everything you could track yeah, everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware it's a cool. Yeah, yeah. I even use that for my in-person clients just yeah. to keep track of everything. Yep. Um, so I use that, um, and then everything else is on the phone. Like I do coaching calls every Sunday, oh, cool. um, and sometimes Thursday. Just just depends on yeah. when they're available. Um, but I do coaching calls uh, through the phone um, once a week. Um, we do check-ins once a week. We also uh, I'll send, you have to send in your form. Like I want my clients to every so often, you know, film me, film you exercising, you yeah, know, cause like I want to see if your form's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's mostly through trainer rise, you know? Yeah. And it's cool cause you can incorporate my fitness pal in there so you can see what oh, they're eating. The food, it's, yeah. it's pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah. It, it's weird because like, <clears throat> Like four or five years ago, I never thought I never even heard of online training. I'm like, how the fuck do you train someone online? Yeah. It's a lot harder. I'll tell you that it's a lot harder than in person. Oh yeah, because it's, it's almost like there's a whole, well, definitely a whole lot more planning that has to go into it, and you almost have to be really critical with the information because they're not there in person. Yes. You can quickly like, I don't know, like maybe just quickly show them. Like you have to be as descriptive, or if you're using video content, you know, it's got to be perfect, perfect. Much because yeah. that's what you want them to be doing. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and and with my online clients, like I always, you know, I I see where they're at, but yeah, yeah. I always kind of start off um, on the on the lower side and, and try to progress. Yeah, you know, and it might even be lower than what they're capable of doing. But I just, you know, last thing I want is someone to get injured. You know, so, um, but I think it's very good on a nutritional coaching aspect to do it online. Yeah. So like the nutrition coaching is key when it comes to Crohn's disease. Like yeah. if, even if I had a in-person client, it would, it would still be nutritional coaching online, you know, like, cause that is such, that's where it's tricky with Crohn's. Right, it's right. so tricky when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's kind of, that's what I do. Cool, man. Um, do. man. I've been doing this thing just, you know, I call it like the guest questions. So just kind of some different random questions where, you know, people get, a, you know, feel for like what you're into type of thing. So uh, I'll just fire them out, mate. What's your favorite musician or artist? Ooh, right now it's Key Glock. Uh, but of all time, one of them is Kurt Cobain. I got him. 
Oh, Tattoo cool. on me right here, yeah. Yeah, man, that's good. Uh, favorite meal or your go-to type of, you know, food, the one where you like? <sighs> sushi. Sushi, I yeah? I love sushi, man. <laughs> Any and all kinds, sushi. Mate, what book are you currently reading or may have just finished all audio, you know, book? Um, The Daily Stoic, I'm reading that. Yeah. Um, I'm reading this book by Russell Brunson. It's uh, Marketing Secrets or something. It's a business book by Russell Brunson. Right. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm reading at the moment. Mate, what's your uh, favorite sports team? You're going to hate me, man. Not into sports. Nah. Not into sports. Okay, uh, Cardinals, though, because I'm from St. Louis, yeah, but yeah. only because they're from St. Louis. Right, right. Um, now, if we're going to talk about UFC fighters, that's another thing. <laughs> What's your, Well, touching on that, mate, have you got a favorite like athlete? Maybe someone that you kind of, I don't know, maybe looked up to or just got, I don't know. Um, or just someone where you're like, man, he's a, or he or she. I really like Michael Chandler. Chandler uh, he's yeah. a UFC athlete, yeah, but man. I really like his mindset. And He's from St. Louis. Yeah, He's yeah. from from my area. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mountains or the ocean? Ooh, can I say both? I love them both, man. Yeah. Um, but I would say I'm more of a water guy. Water like guy. when I when I'm you know 60 and I'm just you know kicking it. Um, I shouldn't even say 60 because I think I'm gonna be working till the day I die. But um, I want to be by the beach, man. I'm a Florida boy. So I, I grew up half in Florida, half here. So right. yeah, the ocean for sure. Do you, is there anything that you're like totally scared of? Like, I don't know, like phobias or something like Fucking that. hate snakes and spiders, man. Snakes and spiders. So you're telling me about the snakes you, yeah. you see hiking and shit. I'm like, uh. You're pretty much like my wife, man. Like she sees any of them, she's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, mate, hitting the town for a night out or sofa in a movie, kind of kicking back. Sofa in a movie, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> Have you, what's your biggest influence, mate, or some, something that's influenced you or someone? A few of them, a few of them. And they all, all come from different aspects of life. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. Um, I love him because what he did for his community, just the, how he gave back to his community was just amazing. Um, uh, this guy by the name of Andrew Reynolds is a pro skateboarder. Okay, He yeah. inspired me from me being eight years old to really want to start my own company to to really they call him the boss so i've always yeah. like man i want to be a boss too you know um and then from like a fitness standpoint i really like this dude mike rasheed just because oh yeah you know that. like yeah. I, I just i don't know why there's like i love that dude mate quick well not to like go on too much about it but have you seen this documentary is it something like z town or dog town Yes, yes, yes. Mate, like I when I watch something like that, especially the raw stuff like from like the pioneers, yeah, yeah. it almost like man, it got me thinking about at least wishing, like, man, I wish I could skate. Cause when you, you see You could them, do it, you could do it. Yeah, when you see them guys like, oh, there's oh we got we got an empty uh pool because yeah. of the drought in yeah, LA yeah. and they're just like yeah. skating I'm like, yeah. man, that's the true essence of like just freedom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this uh movie about them called uh Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, I, I used to watch that every night before I went to bed, man. Yeah, I got onto that little episode like of that week when I were, you know, I watched that then I watched the documentary, then I was following up on what are they doing now. But, that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. And mate, from now, like where do you see yourself in a year's time? Like, or where you know, where would you want to be in a year's time? Um, I would love to do what I'm doing, just on a higher level, yeah. you know, and I I just see myself being better and better. Um yeah. 
but as far as like am i gonna be here in a year i don't know like i i don't i don't know it's hard to tell but um just being better yeah know, man yeah mate um what i'd say is just in the short time that i've known you we've crossed paths and obviously after this conversation getting to know you a lot more man um, just kind of being in the same industry as you and, you know, from, you know, the uh, starting up, you know, like care culture and like your brand, all I'd say, mate, is, you know, keep doing what you're doing, be authentic, you know, be different, man, because that's what people are attracted to. You yeah. know, you're going to catch the eye for the right reason. And then, you know, not saying, again, it's something that you obviously wanted, but hey, you've got a niche of you, you're living and breathing, you know, dealing with this, you know, Crohn's disease. So if you do come across anyone, you know, it's almost like you're a subject matter expert. Of, yes. You can be, uh, you can empathy with that person. You can understand what they're going through, their ups and their downs, and you can really almost give them a blueprint to, you know, be better. And, you know, and again, I know it's not just people with Crohn's disease that you aim to work with, but, you know, definitely if there's anyone out there who has that, you know, look in the bio, all the information to connect uh with um, Brandon's going to be in there. So, you know, hit him up. And like he said, he's open to, even if it's just the question of how did you do this? How did you do that? And, uh, you know, we're both in the industry and in the game and in life just here to help people, man. Yeah. Uh, just last few points, mate, is as before we close it out, anything that you may just want to add or kind of like leave off with me as a final message? Um, Just uh, whoever's listening to this, man, just like, do do uh set the intention try this try this set the intention to try to enjoy every moment yep. you know if you work a bullshit job fucking quit man it's not that serious i know we got bills to pay but if you really want to um live a healthy life to me it's it's more than just your physical it's mental health and i feel like mental health doesn't get talked about enough no. um but yeah, just just try setting the tent to enjoy every moment. Like that that's something that I'm trying to really learn and grasp. Yeah. Cause I stress out a lot, dude. Yeah. And uh when I can just take a step back and get remind myself, like, enjoy this. Enjoy this, you know? Even if I'm even if it's something you don't want to do, just set the intention of like, all right, how can I enjoy this more? You know? Um, that's been a game changer for me as of late, you know. Yeah, one of, one of my messages I push, mate, to kind of piggyback onto that is it's almost like loving the process of, and you could call it like the process of life. And and it's also kind of um, just understanding that every day, you know, it's, it's going to be a challenge, but just turning up, man. Turn, yeah. up, turn up and be ready for the challenge. And my final one was like, which I'm trying, I'm trying to change my verbiage internally is it's not, a, I have to, it's I, I get, get to. to. So, yeah. you know, it's like, ah, oh, man, I, you know, again, if you can change, like you just said, that mindset from when you get out of bed and then it's going to, it's going to carry on for the rest of the day. And then you said that day goes into a week, week goes into a month, months, a year. By the time you know, you're living this lifestyle and people will just be like, dude, how, like, how do you, how have you got this like yeah. happy go, whatever. And you're like, it's just from all these very little practices that I've been living and breathing. And now I'm just, it's who I am. It's my identity. Yeah. And it's the, you know, it's what I portray. So yeah, man. Dad, now do you, do you battle like uh, keeping that same mentality? Cause I know some days are harder than others. Cause sometimes yeah. I'm like, I forget these things, you know? Yeah. Cause dude, I've had this, I've had this moment two years ago. Like, yes, enjoy every moment, but you forget 
Yeah, get... like I'll be the first person, mate, whether I'm you know on this platform or you get to know me more in person and I try and express this through like my social medias is I just try and be as authentic as possible. Yes. So again, not every day is like a Disney movie. It's not I, again, I'm not the get out of bed and I've just got the brightest of smiles and I'm like, hey, let's let's have fun today, guys. You know, some days it's just like you gotta work towards that. Smile. Yeah, it's Groundhog Day on the inside, yeah. but then it's internally that conversation you have with yourself to then give off the right energies, and you know, again, just kind of carry out them actions that you know I've identified that work for me, and then essentially create like a better outcome, you know, for myself yeah. or even just the people that I'm around, man. You yeah, know, I never want to be that guy who's walking around like a bear with a sore head because, again, it's. You know, if I'm around people or around in a situation like you just said, like for work and stuff, if you're not if you're not in it and you're not enjoying it, man, make a change. Like yeah. you've got the option. So yeah, man, never feel like you're just stuck. Yeah, because that because that that energy of you hating your job sometimes carries over to your home life, dude. Yeah, a lot of that. Um, a lot of that, man. Um, and another thing. Another thing that I'm realizing, because I, like I said, I just moved out here four months ago to Las Vegas from St. Louis. Don't know anybody out here, but I'm starting to, um, you know, find some friends. And one thing I've realized is like, I only want to be friends with people that inspire me. Yeah. And I feel like if you have that mentality, you can't really go wrong because your friends are not going to, if your friends inspire you, man, they're not going to lead you down the wrong path of like oh, yeah. partying and, and, things like that so um that's another thing that has been a game changer is just being around people that inspire me like i, I choose not to be around people that i don't want to be around yeah. you know and i might come off as a dick sometimes but it, it it's it's i'm protecting my future man no, yeah, protecting definitely. my future no i'm gonna uh, i totally get what you're saying mate um yeah well uh i appreciate that final message man yeah man i'm appreciative of your time you know coming uh, you know to do the podcast and jumping on and again if you're ever doing your like we spoke about off off the mic if you're doing yours mate and you want to get me on i'll be more than happy to already know know. repay the favor but uh for everyone listening man thanks for tuning in um again we're joined with by brandon uh owner operator of k culture again we touched on crohn's disease i'll put in all the descriptions of where you can kind of get connected with brandon if you want to follow his story or even like get working with him he's an awesome guy check him out And again, appreciate you all. Thank you. Much love.